And welcome to the Bullet Hole Podcast, brought to you by Custom Built Firearms Manufacturing, based right here at the Bullet Hole. I'm the media manager here at uh, the Bullet Hole, Lyle Cadell, and joined by our owner, and our master gunsmith, Craig Langner. We're going to talk about Custom Built today, and where Custom Built came from, Mm -hmm. and uh, just all about it. Got got some eye candy over here, and we're going to talk about our, our line of guns. So, Jim, where did Custom Built come from? I mean, where, where did it start out? Well, it started out with a pretty simple conversation with uh, my uncle. I've kind of alluded to him before a little bit. He's uh, into some of the old reenacting uh, with uh, World War II and uh, redoing old uh, vehicles and things along that line. And we're just kind of, you know, just kicking back and uh, talking about a whole bunch of different things. And uh, it came up a little bit. He'd uh, put together some uh I would think uh, some surplus guns that he'd had, and uh, he was talking a little bit about it. And I said, well, what about the uh, AR platform? What do you think about that? And he said, well, a lot of people like customizing it, a lot of doing, uh, different things with it. Um, a lot of people like building it themselves, but also, you know, there's kind of, you know, a, a group that uh, they, they buy completed guns. It's just kind of a little bit of everything. And it kind of piqued my interest. And uh, mm-hmm. I went from there, just kind of started looking into it. And uh, thinking about it, and uh, it was just more of a like a it kind of caught fire, and I was like, well, I think this would be a fun sort of hobby thing to do, and then it kind of <laughs> kept morphing from there, and uh, it, it grew into us getting a variance and uh, just doing more more with it. So, uh, and, and that was of what four years ago, right? I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah it so, was. And now we're, I mean, I know full, we're bore full bore ahead. Yes, trying to find all the final parts and components and all that stuff. It's uh, that's always a challenge. And we'll talk more about the future here in a little bit. And Greg, when did you come on board with uh, and 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 kind of give your part of custom built? So with uh, custom built, initially I was hired on here at the Bullet Hole to uh, work as the gunsmith, uh, primarily you know for the range and shop and everything. And uh, custom built was presented, you know, when Jim and I sat down as, as kind of a, a secondary objective of, hey, this is something that he was looking at doing and uh, expanding upon, and uh, it fit right into my wheelhouse. You know, with with one of the previous podcasts that we discussed it on, you know, I used to work for a, a OEM AR15 manufacturer, so. Uh, this fits fantastic because I bring a bunch of stuff to the table and experience in regards to, you know, running one of those types of companies uh, and, you know, how the industry truly operates. And uh, so, you know, as, as I worked here, uh, we've slowly built things out and it's starting to blow up. And, you know, with everything going on right now, we're, we're growing at a, a exponential rate, uh, which is fantastic. And we've truly been blessed with it. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I started on, I, I should probably throw it in as well. I started on just under a year ago. So uh, we've been driving it for almost a year now. Time flies. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Well, let's uh, let's get to the next segment here in just a second and move into some of our parts and pieces and uh we'll we'll actually look at the gun candy at that point all right (laughs) so that's the fun part all right we'll be back right after this hope you all love our music we use if you don't too bad we jam out to it so um, but uh, 
you know, and we're moving a little quickly here today, uh, but uh, we want to move right into our products. And that's what makes, I mean, custom builds are made not only in, in minds. I mean, these are proprietary. Some of these things are. Uh, but it's also the product that we want to get out in front of folks. So, and we have some of them over there. What? To, let's start out first at a ten thousand foot level. What? And I know, but what, what do we have that we can offer the the folks? We have an AR nine. We have which is eleven as well as sixteen inch. And then uh, go we ahead. Have the five five six, which uh, and the uh, AR fifteen uh, platform, which gives you also three hundred blackout. Uh, mm -hmm. In time, we'll probably introduce you know one or two other calibers, uh, but these are the ones that we're focusing on for now. And then we also have the AR-10. And, and that is in 308. In 308. Right. And then we'll probably bring out yeah. another caliber, <laughs> uh, not too too far yeah. down the road with that one. Uh, we talk about these things, but uh, you know, uh, you, you all can imagine. So bring uh, I start wherever you want to start there, Greg. With um, uh, probably our flagship there, which is that that AR-15. All right. So starting with the AR-15 pattern, uh, like Jim was saying, we offer 5.56 and 300 blackout. We offer rifle as well as pistol configurations. Um, basically, with that, uh, the rifle con configs are all going to be 16-inch mid-length gas systems. Uh, you know, our 10.5 is going to be a carbine-length gas system. 300 blackouts a pistol length. Uh, from there, uh, you know, our real proprietary parts on the rifle would be the bolt carrier group, upper and lower. Uh, the fit between the upper and lower is absolutely fantastic. There's absolutely no wiggle or wobble out of the box. Why is that? Uh, well, what, uh, well, that's one of our things that's special to us. So there's there's two reasons. First off, the lowers are, are machined to a very tight tolerance. Uh, so with our uh, upper receivers, when they fit into the lowers, there's absolutely zero play. Uh, on top of that, down the road, if it comes, if a customer wants to change out the upper to something else, uh, we also have a tension screw ins installed. Uh, in the uh, more or less the grip portion of the uh, of the mm -hmm. rifle, so they can they can tighten down the grip screw or sorry not grip screw but the tension screw, and that will remove all the play between the upper and lower. Uh, one thing I always like to point out to customers though is that with our builds right out of the box, that screw is installed, but it's not actually tightened up up against the the upper. And I, I do that on purpose to say, hey, this screw's in here. We don't need it with what we're sending out the door, though. So mm -hmm. it's it's an option down the road. What I mean, as you were designing these things and looking mm -hmm. at designs, what drew you to some of those little things like that? Well, that, that, that in the imagination. Course, yeah, there's a whole lot of different, uh, you know, as we were saying, parts and pieces that mm -hmm. are out there. And it's like, how do you find it? Where do you get it? Mm -hmm. And uh, we just uh, a lot of time and effort and uh, looking at different things and uh you know, talking to uh, machining companies and their philosophies and what they're doing, and uh, just kind of we we came into the company that we do use right now to uh, uh, machine our lowers uh, does have uh, an exacting standard, and uh, they're real proud of what they do. So it just kind of worked into that, and uh, that's where what we're trying to do is put out a very quality gun. And uh, at a reasonable price. We're not trying mm -hmm. to be the cheap guys because that market is filled and that's a race to the bottom <laughs> and you can never get yeah. cheap enough. But then again, we're not trying to go up and uh, hit the uh, super high cost type uh, gun. We're trying to have really solid shooting 
guns for really solid prices that make sense. So, and there are some other kind of proprietary, well, there are proprietary mm-hmm. things within here. Um, which point some of those out? So the uh, the other parts I'll focus on are also on the lower. Uh, basically, with our lower, we took some ideas uh, and applied them to a standard forged lower receiver. And a lot of times you see these on billet receivers and all kinds of other things like that. So uh, we also have, uh, for the builders out there, we've got a threaded uh, bolt catch screw. So instead of having to get a special punch or anything like that to install or remove a bolt catch, uh, all you need is an Allen key. Uh, from there, we also have a threaded uh, takedown pin slot as well. So when you're assembling your end plate on your rifle or anything like that, uh, you don't have to line up the takedown pin spring or worry about it getting mangled while you're putting the end plate and the castle nut on. It's real mm-hmm. easy. You snip the, the spring just under about a quarter inch short and then just drive the screw in and boom now it's captured so your your install process is sped up and mm-hmm. it's less of a headache uh you know that that also comes in handy too down the road because you know customers might want to change out the implant for a quick detached sling and yeah. or something and they don't have to worry about that spring flying across the room when they do it uh, right. the one caution i would say though is if you do try to do that we do properly stake our our castle nuts in place so make sure you have the proper tooling or have us do it for you uh, because if you don't have the proper tooling, you're going to explain to folks issues. and some might not know when they say stake your castle. Nut. I mean, yes. there's a lot of guys do know what we mean, but what's, mm-hmm. what's that mean? And why, so, so let why me, do we do that? I'm just going to stand up the rifle here real quick. Mm-hmm. So to explain to everybody watching, you have two parts essentially on the rear end of the receiver extension, uh, that connect with your buffer tube. So you have the castle nut and the end plate and the end plate basically butts up against the receiver and it acts like a sandwich plate between the aluminum receiver and the castle nut itself and castle nut is what threads and tightens down the buffer tube to the receiver so uh, basically staking is where you take a uh, staking punch and you roll steel from the end plate into a couple of little slots that are present on the castle nut and what that does is that prevents the castle nut from walking off under recoil uh, that's a really common thing I see with with budget builds, mm-hmm. home builds, stuff like that. They'll they'll go out and put a couple hundred rounds through a rifle, and all of a sudden now their buffer tube is rotating around, or their buffer detent has popped off inside of the rifle because all of this assembly on the rear has come loose, and now everything's able to work free. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's one thing we tackle right out of the gate. Uh, you know, a lot of a lot of quality manufacturers do that, so I would. Consider us amongst them. Uh, The other part, too, is the way we stake it. You're not actually cracking steel or anything like that, so it's not going to wear down over time. Now, the BCG, a lot of people are going to ask about that maybe or wonder about that. Our bolt carrier group is ours. That's correct. And uh, is HPI and MPI Mm -hmm. tested? Can you explain it, that so, for the for the, those of <laughs> I'm using these terms? Yeah, so you've got them around. so you've got HPT and MPI. Now the, yeah. the big thing with those is they both have to occur. A lot of times in the industry, you will hear of people advertising that bolt carrier groups are MPI tested, which stands for magnetic particle inspection. Uh, basically, what that does is it's checking for cracks under pressure. Now a lot of companies only advertise the MPI part of things and it's like, well, okay, what, what exactly are you inspecting for? What have you done to the bolt that requires that inspection? And so to me, that claim is fraudulent a lot of the times when they don't bring up the HPT part. Uh, HPT is a high pressure test. Uh, our bulk care groups, they're batch tested. So what that means is that uh, 
every certain number of bolt care groups that are produced, one is pulled off the line and there is a specific high pressure load uh, that is fired with that bolt care group. Uh, that bolt care group, basically that high pressure load is a, is a proof load is what we call it. Uh, I believe it's running about 52 to 50,000, sorry, 52,000 to 56,000 PSI uh, on the bolt. So it's, it's way, way over mm -hmm. pressure. Yeah. Uh, once that HPT test is done, then the magnetic particle inspection occurs. And so basically what they're doing is they're proofing the bolt and then checking to make sure that it has not cracked or, or failed uh, in any particular way. Uh, the big thing to point out there though is, is that, you know, not every one of those bolts is tested. They do it on a batch. Because the last thing you want is your bolt and your rifle to go through that high pressure of a test and then expect it to still work correctly for yeah. thousands upon thousands of rounds. Okay. Uh, really what that HPT test and MPI test is doing is it's proving that the heat treating is proper and correct and that the, the bolt's not gonna grenade on you mid, mid firing string. Now this 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 hobby thing has turned into full blown here, Jim. Um, also, upcoming, can we talk about the rail at all? Yeah, we can. Go ahead. If you, if you, I'll let you go ahead and talk about that. <laughs> well, we've uh, basically uh, contracted with a manufacturer that uh, makes it currently to basically let us uh, brand it as ours. Uh, We've uh, it's a great rail. It's one that's very stiff. It's got a uh, steel barrel nut. It has a large barrel nut, so then you get a lot of the stiffness that you want uh, mm -hmm. to when you have a floating uh, handrail. And, and that's and that's something that a lot of people don't really realize that mm -hmm. when they'll go out and buy cheap, you know, cheap rail or whatever, and, oh, yeah. and they don't realize that the whole key to it is that nut. Right, right. Well, and in some places, they feel like the more glue you put on, the better it's going to get. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, actually, we want a mechanical uh, connection mm -hmm. and uh, yeah. one that will uh, not give and that will uh, basically hold up uh, under the stresses that would be normally put on the gun, you know, out in the field or the range or you know any type any type of situation that you'd be in what barrels do we run uh we're running two different manufacturers we've we use ballistic uh, advantage and then we use roscoe and uh we feel like it's important to where we don't want to be all things to all people uh we can't do everything that you want at the highest standard that you want to be able to produce mm -hmm. so we partner with people to do a great job at what they do and they really concentrate on what they're doing um it, it's rare that you find somebody that can go A to Z and then uh, put the gun out and to be able to have everything to where it all is, you know, the best or the better, the, the top quality that they need to be able to sell it for the price that they're selling it for. And we want to be competitive, uh, and that's part of uh, it with that. But it also is very much the, uh, the quality uh, piece. And then uh, we also are looking at pricing you know we look at when we use nitrated barrels uh by the time you would ever wear this barrel out which is going to take thousands upon thousands upon thousands of yeah. rounds um you're going to be able to afford to put another barrel in that and we'll be glad to uh, assist you in that type of a you know rebarreling process or whatever but it's a value uh piece you're going to have a sub moa type uh you know gun uh with the barrels that we pick uh, it's going to shoot accurately. It's going to be in a, uh, you know, and it's going to be a high quality uh, 
gun what what do you and real real quick too on the on the nitriding for the the barrels um just to point out our our bulk care group standard are nitrided as well um one thing that i'm kind of touchy about on there is is that i like to match coatings uh mm-hmm. so what i mean by that is is that you know some people use ultra hard coatings or aftermarket coatings all kinds of different things uh on their bulk care groups and you know your heat treating is going to decide how truly hardened the steel actually is on your mm-hmm. on your bolt and your carrier however uh when you have a harder you know coating on the on the bolt carrier group than on the barrel and the barrel extension you can get some odd wear patterns there so uh by having a nitrated barrel in tandem with a nitrated bolt and carrier that's going to give you a little bit more longevity and reliability there because they're going to wear together versus one beating the crap out of the other. <laughs> and and yeah. nitride, I mean, the lubricity of it is mm-hmm. very different than a phosphate. Yep. Um, and uh, we, I, you we can do, feel the difference. We have yeah. done a nickel boron too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, but uh, um, yeah, I mean, you can definitely a mil spec phosphate. You know, mean, you can feel a you know total yeah. difference rust rust prevention yes uh, i mean oil uh retention it's all it's all better on our so. nine mil that we here at the bullet hole uh just just to remind you we have a full auto nine mil um that we have out for rental and that uh, you can come in for 35 dollars. i think it is and uh on uh, fridays yeah on fridays uh full auto fridays 35 dollars plus your ammo and uh go ahead and let her rip and it goes fast. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. A lot of that ammo. that very gun you let get dirty. Yes. I mean filthy, filthy, dirty. Still is. <laughs> Boom. Um and how long did it run before it had its first small breakage? Um probably about thirty thousand ish rounds at this point, somewhere in there. And so, what was that breakage? Uh firing pin. Yep. That was it. That's it. Think about that, folks. Yep. Um, I mean, and, and I mean that's slamming, slamming, slamming. So, um, just a thought. And uh, I want to in the next segment, I want us to get into the parts and pieces a little bit more on what we're going to be doing later on too. Okay. So, right, we'll be back right after this. <laughs> All right, back here on the Bullet Hole Podcast, brought to you by Custom Belt Firearms Manufacturing. Whether it's in the home, at the range, or in the field, it's Custom Belt for Life. Here with our owner, Jim Anderson, our master gunsmith, as I call him, <laughs> Greg Langner. And we're talking about our guns and the Custom Belt guns. Um, we went through this kind of tip to butt type of thing, or not tip to butt, but from butt to tip. Um, a little bit. We didn't go into the mag pole and all that type of thing, uh, but uh, the furniture that is. Uh, that's some of the stuff I want to work on now and, and, and tell folks, um, and I'll let you kind of introduce okay. that idea of where we're going. Okay. Well, currently, uh, we on our rifles, we use the uh, MOE grip and the uh, CTR uh, stock with uh, that comes out standard. Uh, we also are offering the uh, mission spec uh, mission first. Mission first. Mission I'm first. sorry. Yeah, it just uh, a little slip of the tongue there. Um, <laughs> little plug for you there, Brent. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, the mission first tactical. Uh, we're going to have some offerings there as far as the uh, grip and uh, stock go as well. So there'll be some options that uh, come. But and and this stuff will be available not just in store. 
Yes, it can be in store, or uh, eventually we're getting close to having it online. That's what I was yeah. uh, what, what I was working towards. So these things, all these parts and pieces, are well, going to be available to be the available. end user. Yes, very and, much so. And uh, by the click of a button, yeah. um, and or by coming in the store. Yeah, 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 coming into the store. Samson has developed some some backup sites that we're going to be working with. I guess absolutely. Yeah, they've got some uh, HK style uh, backup sites that are uh, still that are very nice. They complete the site picture really well. Mm-hmm. Um, people are really liking them, and for the price, uh, they're hard to beat. And then also we have on this one, I don't know if everybody can see this, that little hand stop or <laughs> forward grip, whatever you want to call it, it's actually a forward grip. Um, and there's actually more than one size, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they have a, a basically a short and a medium, as they call it. Uh, yeah. The coolest part about it is, is like this one here is what they call their grenade finish. And so it's got kind of Some gnarling, gnarling on. Yeah, yeah. on it. It's, it's super comfy. Uh, the other part I like about it, too, is if you twist just the, the bottom screw here, and this is a direct-to-M lock model here, so uh, you twist this bottom screw, and the grip comes right off, and then yeah. it's just got its little M lock placeholder. Uh, so if you don't want to run the grip all the time or if you throw a bipod on or something, you don't have to go and finagle the uh, M lock screws off. You can just twist the, the grip itself off and leave the placeholder there. And that is aluminum. Yeah, this I is mean, solid aluminum. 7076 aluminum. Yep, and then uh, then you've got a steel screw through the yeah. middle for the actual grip itself, so it's, it's really not going anywhere. Beat the living yeah. crap out oh, of that yeah. thing. <laughs> they're, they're built to last. Yeah, that's why we say custom built for life. I mean, we want to we our, our our quality stuff that is going out there. Um, I know right now there's a loophole on the optic on that, but uh, we'll be looking at some other optics in the future, I guess. Yeah, and uh, what they'll find is uh, whatever we're offering on our site. Uh, that goes with us. That's stuff that we've tested on the gun and that is a uh, good compatibility and uh, has good durability with it. So if you see it there, you can be very confident in that we've done our homework and that it is a uh, great Mm -hmm. item to be able to uh, take and uh, put onto your rifle. And then that website will just be, be looking for it. We'll we'll announce it when it comes comes around. And then we're going to be offering some other... uh, optic options uh mm-hmm. that will broaden the category there and then we'll kind of talk to you a little bit about that as well uh, and, and all the innards i mean whether you want to trigger kid well i mean it's all going to be there yes yes so, yep. so the, real quick the, yeah, the trigger we ahead. haven't even touched that yet um yeah. it's a just right out of the box they're standard gi style triggers they are a little bit enhanced though we've polished the contact surfaces between the trigger and the hammer uh so it's a it's a nice crisp duty style break you know you're looking at that five and a half to six and a half pound range uh but it's crispy it's there there's not a lot of grit there uh you know the the length of pull is still the same but it's it's a it's a very positive shooting experience but we'll we'll also have a couple options on triggers to upgrade to as well one of the i I missed this totally missed it one of this is again proprietary to us is that trigger guard Mm -hmm. a glove trigger guard and it is not made of plastic (laughs) <laughs> i won't name the company we work with them uh they put out some some good trigger guards but hard guards is better <laughs> yeah i believe so um what made you i mean what what kind of solidified in your mind hey i want to go with an aluminum trigger guard well the rest of the gun's aluminum yeah and uh 
you're looking for durability and you're looking at finish and fit mm -hmm. and uh, it just all goes together well uh, and it makes for a, a, a good opening for your finger especially if you've got a gloved finger mm -hmm. and it also uh, we pin it in um, you know instead of uh, using screws and we feel like that it's one of those it's designed to where you can still remove it if you're wanting to do something else with it um, but it's uh, it's in there and uh, it, it's it's and one of my thing you know I had a rifle that I that I had previously and uh, and had Greg put one of those on because the flat you know regular m4 you know standard mill spec trigger guard you know uh yeah it's made of aluminum but it's thinking cut your finger i mean i was literally getting a cut you know all the time on my middle finger from yeah Amen. yep yeah and after we went to that problem fixed yeah so uh but uh i i have also I, I run i do i do own and run a custom book gun. i'll i'll back that up if i say that but uh and no i mean there's are, are there other little parts and pieces here that we're missing maybe i know our, our charging handles that's a mil spec charging handle but we also offer some other stuff too right yeah we're we're working on partnering partnering with a uh another oem style company on mm -hmm. a on a charging mm -hmm. handle that we both really excited like. about that yes so very that's, excited that's coming we also offer uh bcm and radian as upgrades currently as we can get them because obviously right now things are a little weird um the other part worth mentioning is we're we're doing a lot of our own uh porting on the gas system so the rifle's being balanced here um, I've kind of got a recipe worked up for, you know, each rifle, depending on what gas system we're dealing with, what caliber we're dealing with, all that good stuff. Because uh, I want to make the softest shooting reliable rifle out there. Uh, some guys want the softest shooting rifle, and that doesn't go hand in hand with reliability. Yeah. So it is right. a balancing act there. Uh, the other part is, you know, with the barrel nut, that's about an inch and three quarters, closer to two inches uh, in length. And so, you know, like Jim was saying, that's that's kind of the the uh peanut butter and jelly to our pb and j sandwich uh <laughs> the whole idea there is is that if you have a bipod on the rifle or if you're shooting it off of a brace position the rail is extremely rigid uh that way you're not influencing your accuracy based on how you're holding the rifle once you and that's something you know before i came to work here i didn't dumb me i mean i've done some builds and everything else but i didn't realize and you pointed out to me and tell us how they can check so if you pick up a rifle um you know with a with a free float i want to put free float uh rail system in mm -hmm. quotes because you know the ar technically speaking is an entirely free floated barrel but uh the rail is free float so um with that if you pick one up uh try to just gently flex the rail uh while holding onto the barrel and what i'm talking about it looks basically like this where you pick it up and just simply try to flex the barrel you should see a little bit of flex that's, that's pretty normal because we're dealing with aluminum Mm -hmm. uh, on the rail however if you hold back near the rail and the the lower receiver and upper receiver while you're flexing you should be feeling for any movement back there and as long as you're not feeling any movement it's going to be generally a pretty rigid rail and uh, that is right there yeah there's there's only a couple brands out there I'm, I'm a i'm a bit of a snob so you know there's only a couple of brands out there that really accomplish that that or execute that that issue properly uh, you know we're one of those guys that mm -hmm. does it right uh, and there's only a couple others out there that do it right too so that, that's kind of a special club to be a part of because you're obtaining as much possible accuracy as you can get uh, reliably regardless of shooting position 
Anything you want to add about the little parts and pieces, Jim? I mean, as you came into that, I mean, you, you, yeah. you were the, you were the, the yeah. author, man, coming into all this stuff. So we just kind of are continuing to add to it, and uh, it's just it, the, the one you know threshold that we're trying to meet is quality, and uh, do it at a reasonable cost, but uh, without and uh, you know without trying to turn it into something that you know people aren't. You can get to the next level. And does it make a difference is what we're looking at. If it makes a difference, then we're going to want to take a, a hard look at it and trying to find the right fits. So, This is our AR-9 pistol right. that Craig has just pulled out here. And, uh, and by the way, if you've you seen our pictures, if you go on, on Instagram or anything at Custom Boat Guns or on Facebook, uh, you're going to see our, our logo is always... You know, on the BCGs, and and they're they're going to be elsewhere. It's on the, the 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 lowers and so on and so forth. But uh, try to brand it as much as we can uh, to let folks know it's ours. But right. uh, this little guy has has what on it here now. So I, I popped this one out since we're talking about small parts and pieces yeah. and little little finish details. So uh, I'm really happy with our AR9 uh, setup. Basically, the the lower receiver is unique in the sense that. It is a forged lower. Uh, however, and it, it has all of our features as well. So it's got your your tension grip screw. It's got your threaded uh, bolt catch. It's got the threaded takedown pin. And then on top of that, uh, this actually has uh, two features that really make the gun for me. Uh, first off, it's got a functional bolt hold open device. So mm -hmm. uh, when your magazine runs dry, this pistol caliber carbine or pistol mm -hmm. uh will lock open reliably uh, and that's a big reason why we did a full auto variant of this is because we wanted to see hey uh will this continue to do it even after being abused um the other part is is that the ejector is replaceable as well and a lot of a lot of uh pistol caliber carbines out there do not offer that option it's either yeah. permanently fixed in place or you know it's it's ultra weak and and just doesn't work well right and that bolt hold open uh feature that is some of the things that make the difference you'll see a wide variety of prices uh within those lowers and uh mm -hmm. whenever you see that if it's really cheap and it's really inexpensive you know you're probably missing some features <laughs> yep. but if you're new into the game and you're new into wanting to build a nine millimeter or buy a nine millimeter a lot of times you don't understand that that's something that you need to look for uh when you're out there doing it so you end up uh learning the hard way and then it costs you even more money so just understand there's always you get what you pay for in uh, mm. a lot of this stuff uh once you get there without going to the extreme and that's got a mo grip on it mm -hmm. from magpul but we also offer them the k2 mm -hmm. which is a little more vertical um measured in a combat stance so and then when uh generally run the sba3 sometimes the sba4 yeah uh the other one worth mentioning too is this thing runs off of glock magazines yes. so you got your flexibility right. there and it has a a very large oversized mag release very on intuitive awesome yeah, yeah very intuitive if you if Quick you know change. the manual of arms of of the ar platform and you pick this up i mean for yeah. me anyhow i mean it's yeah. just blank i mean everything's there it's where it yeah. ought to be yeah yeah no a great little piece well i wanted uh we'll we'll get into price and and some final things uh, in the next segment so uh just hang on and we'll be right back all right mm -hmm. 
Welcome back to the Bullet Hole Podcast, sponsored by, brought to you by, whatever, powered up by Custom Bill Firearms <laughs> Manufacturing, and uh, we're talking about those guns today, Where uh, the whole thing about Custom Built. And by the way, there's a few things that are unique. Uh, when, you, when you think Custom Built and you think C-U-S-T-O-M-B-U-I-L-T. That'd be wrong. It is, isn't it? It is. It is. Why is that, Jim? Well, it's because uh, when we we kind of took off and honored the Peterbilt brand, uh, there's a great manufacturer out there, uh, Mr. Peterson, that was uh, on the uh, West Coast that that started building uh, custom trucks. And Mm. uh, I kind of uh, cut my teeth in the uh, manufacturing side and uh, selling a heavy truck uh, for years and uh, kind of liked the idea that he custom built stuff. He would build it for people, and uh, they were very much into the engineering side of it and into the uh, high quality piece. And uh, they're looking for the longevity. And but they also wanted to give you what you paid for. They give you a. Uh, it, it actually you, you pay for it once, but it made you more money. It cost you less money to own and operate. So I kind of uh, like that idea, and I thought, well, when we go to the custom built, we'll go C-U-S-T-O-M-B-I-L-T, mm-hmm. kind of honor the, the that idea. So if you're looking for us on uh, the gram, or if you're looking for us on Facebook, uh, look up custom built, B-I-L-T, guns. So at custom built, and you'll, you'll find us. Um, Find all our little flashy pictures, <laughs> or there'll be some videos on there. Um, in fact, that bolt hold open uh, video is on there, yep. uh, so folks can actually look at that, see how that works. And I, well, the whole lower actually mm-hmm. for the AR-15 was right. we did that on there too. So there'll be further further stuff to come down the road. And then once we launch our website, we're not going to give out the address right now because don't want you looking around on. <laughs> uh, the 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 Googles and and not finding it right now, but right. we will we'll drop that uh, when the time comes. But custom built for life is our is our tag. It's our our, our thing that we want to be known by, Correct. and um, that's also kind of multifaceted when we came up with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you were the one that did when you know, we were brainstorming. I think it was a collaboration, wasn't yeah. it? You know, I, I don't know that I can claim everything. You know, <laughs> yeah, we, we came up with that custom built for life, and we were all. Like, yeah, and then oh, yeah. and then it kind of built from there, whether it be in the home, home defense. This little yeah. dude right here, man, home defense gun, car, you know, truck gun type of thing, or the eight point two. We haven't really talked about that, man. The eight point two inch, three hundred blackout. That's a yeah. beast, dude. Um, a great home defense gun. What? Uh, so it's whether it's not as in the home or at the range. A lot of guys just want to take a 308 out. They want to take a 556 five, or whatever. Any one of them out and just kind of, you know, uh, poke some holes in paper uh, or in the field. I mean, these right. are these are hunting guns now. People yeah. don't realize yeah, that, can, I don't think. Well, I'll tell you what. It, they use them all the way around. They use them from deer hunting to pig hunting yeah. to, you know, coyote. You can do a lot of different things uh, with these guns. And, mm. uh, you know, it's guys that want to be able to have it for a multifaceted purposes and uh, they can change the platform a little bit you can use a bigger mag you can use a smaller magazine depending upon what you're wanting to do mm. uh, and you know it really works well so let's get to the 
and this is where everybody's probably going to be at and they're going to be like so how much are these things <laughs> okay these things are quality and all that i trust y'all on that but what are they going to cost me so what i mean ballpark figures here because some things are Cha- inter- there's some changes that can be right. made. Ballpark figures, though, what are we talking about? With, with the AR9, let's start there. The AR9 pistol and then work our way up. Kind of right. where are we looking at? All right. You're roughly looking at right around uh, $1,400. It can go a little bit less. It could go a little bit more according mm-hmm. to some of the features that you you pick. But it just kind of keeps you in that range. And uh, with the features that are there with it and you start to compare them to the other things in the marketplace you'll find that we're a uh, very good value mm-hmm. and that's specifically for the ar9 so yes yeah, correct because of that lower that does drive the price up a little bit with those extra yeah. features there's yeah. quite a bit more machining involved in that lower to get the bracketry and all that good stuff for that bolt hold open in so correct. And when we move up to maybe let's say an a, the five five six or a three hundred blackout pistol, mm-hmm. what are we what are we kind of looking at there? Uh, you can get sub one thousand dollar type uh, rifles. Uh, we've sold them in the nine hundred dollar range. You can actually we're probably can we were going to be working on some that we can bring down a little bit lower under that. Uh, it'll have more of the Magpul furniture on the uh, front rail and things along those lines. Uh, but you're running roughly about a what? What are we about a eleven eleven fifty to twelve hundred? Like yeah. for for the rifle we displayed mm-hmm. right here, that one right. would be right at eleven fifty, mm-hmm. uh, and then it goes up from there based on options. Correct. Okay. Yeah. So it keeps you in that quality range. Uh, you might pay more a little more than you know some other that are uh, in that quality range but i think that you'll even see that little higher uh range of quality that will justify uh spending that little bit extra 308 or they are 10 um that is a match set upper and lower mm-hmm. correct um that has a qd in in the uh, uh the receiver built in i mean there's some really special things about that gun that thing is a beauty um I don't know if you'll be able to see it here on camera. Uh, uh, if you're listening to the podcast, as he's racking to make sure it's safe, uh, there is there's there's in in the the receiver itself in the rear end. There's QDs on both sides uh, of our AR-10. And those um, real quick, those are steel inset, so yeah. they, they won't wear out or round out the way a lot of the aluminum ones do. They'll they'll last and it's a custom, ma- custom built for life that's right, right. Mm-hmm. custom built for life and then they are a match set mm-hmm. so that was a cnc together so um this right here what, what are we going to come to market with that at uh these ones are starting right at 1800 correct okay. yep and then like right now we have two different barrel lengths uh so we've got 18 or 20 inch uh options there uh it's going to be a little bit till we have more of these coming through, though. So, I actually took this very rifle out. Um, this is our demo rifle here, and uh, that we do. And I took it out and had a guy who is in range. He was a former ranger. Uh, had spent a lot of time in in the sandbox and sh- and shoot it. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he shot it, and it was, after his first couple rounds out of it, it pops up. And of course, you know, he's always gonna have a he's an instructor actually um an opinion and he said man that's really light shooting wow for a 308 mm-hmm. and uh and then he, he the rifle i mean it, it, you could 
I don't know. There's no way to really tell other than feeling it, it's it's a light rifle. So carrying it in the field, I mean, yep. to, if you're going deer hunting up in you know, the backwoods or whatever, and throwing a sling it, you know, on, I mean, it's just it's a fabulous piece. And so uh, really, the only weight issues you're going to have to worry about are what kind of glass you put on it. Yeah. Right. Yep. So I mean, that's yeah, very manageable. Yeah, and I know everybody's going to wonder. Is it going to come out in six five Creed more? Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that, that, that's a possibility coming on uh, the old Creed more, but three oh eight, the good old Hardy seven six two by fifty one NATO uh, has served us well over time, and and uh, right now that's what it's in, and it's make them great round, and yeah. you know you can do a lot with it. So it's just a matter of you know you can do a lot of long range shooting, you can do mm-hmm. all kinds of things that you know you would think of in a 308 that um that you can you know it's a great hunting round it's a, it just it's it's a good all-around piece that's a great way to start and then we'll add to it so for right now if you want to pick one of these up um you want to come to the bullet hole that's the 6201 robinson street here in overland park mm-hmm. uh in uh over in our showroom um, you can get hooked up, and, and I, you've made these, man. <laughs> they fly off the shelves, and, this is, and we're not exaggerating. I mean, what was that? You made how many of them? And they we just sold, hung? I think, 20. Let's see. The last run was like 22 rifles, and they were gone within three or four days. Yeah. Think about so, that. <laughs> and I, I didn't put <laughs> them all up at once. I kind of put them up yeah. in batches. That way, you know, we didn't have 22 rifles getting handled at once. We just kind of slowly spurst them out and like right now you know we're in between runs uh should have more come in here pretty quickly yeah and i've already got a list of yeah. people uh so you know if, if you're wanting one of these rifles by all means contact us i'll get you on my list uh that way we can get your rolling when the time comes so call into us at 913-432-0050 and you can ask for uh greg or jim by name um and they can get you hooked up so you come on down check us out um, check custom build out. I mean, we're it's a growing, uh, growing business, um, yes. and it's uh, something. Do you have any final words, Jim? Uh, just about about custom building. I mean, it's it's your 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 heart, man. Yeah. No, um, we just feel very fortunate uh, with the things that we've had uh, come our way so far, as far as uh, the customers, the clientele, the uh, acceptance of the gun, uh, the reliability that it's uh, been able to that we've been able to produce with it um and we're just grateful the for the people that come out and support us and that uh like what we're doing very good so till next time here on the bullet hole podcast and we're powered up right now by custom built guns and custom built firearms i always say custom built guns that's what it is on on the gram you look us up on the gram or on facebook custom custom built guns (laughs) but custom built firearms manufacturing so whether it's at home at the range or in the field it's custom built for life so until next time we'll talk to you later thanks so much thank you thank you